Uh, welcome to the Sylvan Healing Sanctuary media platform today. And uh, the subject of today's talk with my colleague, Craig Rebuck, is spirituality. See, spirituality means a myriad of different things to different people. Um, so today, Craig and I will discuss really what spirituality means from each one of us perspective and see where it takes us. So Craig, let me start by asking you this question. What does spirituality mean to you, my friend? It's a really lovely question, actually. And good morning to you, Faroz, and thank you. Um, I struggle with the word spirituality because it means, as you said, a myriad of things. It's the, the life force or our internal being of, of, of interest, or the spirituality of an event, uh, walking along a riverbank and being uh, in tune with or, or connected by the beauty of, the, the, of nature. That can be a spiritual moment. That can be a, a, a period of time that creates something within us, an inner sense of calm. I think I, I, I struggle with the word because it's been used so much over millennia um, that spirituality is almost something that we have to try to attain. We have to try to be something in order to reach something. And if we're not in that something, we're never going to get to that something. And I think that's wrong. See, uh, Craig, you're quite right. You know, I, as you know, I did uh, in my book, A Disciple, I asked this question to many people and, and I, just, uh, I just tell you how different the answers have been, yet, yet in a sense the same. Uh, so okay. before, I, before I express my own view, I'd just like to, to just uh, tell you that different people from dis different disciplines have said, said it differently. So for example, Dr. Brian Plug, a philosopher, uh, said, this is a grand human tradition. Think of it like a well from which people of all religions drink. Dr. Richard Smith, who is a womb transplant pioneer and a surgeon, he said, spirituality is about experience a sense of the transcendental, independent of religion, a sense of something else. The Anglican priest, Lucy Winkett, described it as a mixture of things that help you find a way to live. Like learning to love your neighbor and love yourself, it can take a lifetime, and, and so on. So <clears throat> it, is, <clears throat> it, is a, it is different things, but probably leading to a similar place, the unseen and the unknown. I think it's about connecting with our world inside um, uh, to actually find the meaning of our life, the purpose of our existence, and, um, and uh, why we are here, um, to find ourselves, not just in ourselves, but also our relationship with everything else around the world. You know, the, the nature, as you suggested, Craig, um, other human beings, um, the universe of energy. It's just about oneness. Mm. Is there a difference between spiritual and spirituality? 
I know that splitting hairs, but is there a difference in your mind? It, I think I think the problem uh, that one gets into if we talk about semantics, then then I think we get lost in words, and um, maybe that's not a maybe that's not a good question to answer because I think then we we talk about terminology. Uh, in my view, at least, it's about discovering yourself and awakening something special inside yourself, which allows you to look at the world in a more beautiful way, um, mm -hmm. making us alive to this experience of being alive. I think mm -hmm. what people commonly use as awakening, uh, often not knowing what that means, because unless you experience awakening, you don't know what it means. Mm -hmm. So for me, the, the, the um, accepting the two words and, and they are, they feel to me that they are um, important to, for an individual's own journey. So acceptance of enables one to become spiritual or spiritual or, or to accept spirituality. And I think that um, our own individual journeys uh, are easily found by us just being and accepting. So those three comments that you referred to are all eminent individuals who gave really beautifully and eloquent responses to what is spirituality, but they didn't say how to do it. And I think that, that what's really simple is that, that, yes, I get the principles, but how do I get there? What is it that I need to do in order to get over that hurdle, because I think that it's it's a huge responsibility. You, know, you are you are seen as a good person if you have a spiritual element or you're accepting of spirituality. Right. Actually, right. it's it's really simple, and I think that's that for me is something really important. Great. Well, uh, you're quite right. I think moving further away from from words. I mean, you have to we have to share our experience of how one can get to that place. I think that's what you're yes. saying, aren't you? And yes. in my view, um, obviously, uh, the way I was taught is there are two, two aspects to how you begin this part. Mm -hmm. the, the first one is to understand the significance of silence. Of silence. Silence, yes. Okay, you can, that's a beginning, but you can go and say it's meditation, you can say it's awareness, it's all those faculties which take you away from the world outside yes. and yes. allow you to take the first step in the yes. world inside. Silence yes. I use, but it's interchangeable with meditation, with introspection, with, with, uh, with um, contemplation, call it what you might. And there are techniques, of course, but the first step the first hurdle, I would say, is humility. Mm. Because without humility, you cannot set aside yourself to make that journey. Mm. You have to set aside yourself. Of course, you can't do it completely, but you have to learn to set aside your ego so that you can move forward towards oneness. Mm. So... Would you say that um, 
that there is a call for us as individual human beings. For example, a call to nature, a call to prayer, a call to silence, a call to the ability to be within oneself and listen to that sound, which is a call. And it may be the, the, the minaret, it may be the, the imam calling from the, the mosque, or it may be the, the sound of a bird. Uh, uh, Craig, of course, you're, you're completely right. Um, but I wouldn't call it calling, because calling, uh, calling implies that somebody has chosen you. No, you know I don't saying? agree with that. No, that's uh, not what okay. I'm saying. It's, All right. It's, a, it's an internal sense yeah. of uh, calling to listen to uh, uh, ra totally rather than more of a, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. a chosen. Yeah, no, I agree. I understand what you mean. In, in other words, of course, with silence, you begin to listen, don't you? That's yes. what you're saying. Yeah. I agree yeah. with you entirely. Uh, how else is going to happen? Well, actually, you listen or you open. You just open your yes. heart, you open your mind. Yeah. Um, but, you know, uh, moving that sort of thinking a little bit in the sort of, I wouldn't say a difficult area, but, but, but to take the next step on this uh, conversation, uh, the Sufi mystic called Sadi, he said, each soul is created for a purpose and the light of that purpose is kindled in that soul. Now, I guess I was trying to relate to that word you use, calling, as you, and the word soul is interchangeable. I mean, I, I don't think we can get fixed on that. It doesn't matter what yeah. it is, but it is something inside that is calling you, Craig. I agree entirely. Mm. And you have to listen to it. And once you start listening to it, it takes you on your journey, isn't it? Mm. I think that doors become open and, uh, in, into, um, I think the soul's journey is a deeper level to, to the spirituality or to the spiritual journey. The first is to listen to the call, to listen to nature, to accept that there is something that is running alongside or just underneath the surface of the living in the world. And that is the appreciation, acceptance, the, the sense of the world around us. And then the next thing is you start to ask a little question, well, what's, what's my role in all of this? Yeah. What, what is this all about? What, why am I here? I mean, how often I've heard that question. What, what is my life's purpose? And that can be a very difficult question to ask and often without an answer, as opposed to it's a sense of the learning of the experiences. And that may just be all that is, just the experience of living life. Yes, and but 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 one one shouldn't confine spirituality to this sort of vague, uh, you know, journey which one can't describe properly. I think spirituality also has very significant and pragmatic purpose. Um, certainly, in my own experience it's taught me to un understand and navigate through difficult aspects of one's human life. And yes. by that, I mean surrender, acceptance, fear, particularly fear. Um, you know, it, it probably is the biggest destroyer, the biggest difficulty human beings face in the physical life. Fear mm. taints everything. If you can reduce fear, 
And you can do that, in my opinion, through belief in the infinite journey of the soul. I know we're going into this, but, but a continuing uh, that life does not end abruptly, you know, <laughs> and it's a one-off thing that happens by chance and have a much more deeper understanding or belief in the journey or infinite journey of the soul, I think actually helps us in a pragmatic way to understand that this is only one chapter in many continuing chapters, maybe an infinite book uh, yeah. and an infinite journey. So I think side by side with discovering ourselves, as you put it, Craig, uh, listening to our calling, there is also a learning of the way you deal with things in your physical life. That yeah. too is spiritual, spirituality or spiritual yeah. learning. Well, I've, I've, you know that I've often said to you, I believe this is school and that we are, we are here at school. We're learning, we have uh, periods of our lives and uh, so, so some of them we pass some tests and some of them we fail them. And when we fail them, the test comes back again in another form until we get, I would like, we get I, I would an like understanding. You, I would like you to, to say this in the way you said it to me in one of our interviews about the tapestry. I like that analogy very much. Would you mind repeating it? If you remember well, that's Yeah, I do. Um, that's always the image of, 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 of an aspect that's, that was put to me of, of the Akashic record. It's almost like the... Um, the, the, the end of the meal, you get the bill of all the different things that you've eaten and, uh, and uh, you know, you look at the, the costing and you think about the service. The Akashic record is actually a tapestry of our own lives that we weave. We weave on a daily basis, each stitch is a day. And when we pass, we have an opportunity in, in theory to, to look at the tapestry we weave. Of course, when we're weaving a tapestry, we don't always stand back to look at the big picture. So you then stand back at the end of your life and look at this, this tapestry that you've spent your life weaving and you can see where you've dropped a few stitches and where the, the picture may have gone wrong and uh, you have to find a way to, uh, to take, it, take it into account and to think about it. Well, um, I, let, me, let me read you something which is so similar to what you said, which my own teacher, and it's in the book here, I'm trying mm -hmm. to also sell the book, uh, my, my teacher said that the following, he said that particular lifetime may be the leaf, the bud or flower in the carpet's huge floral design. But before the tapestry is completed, you can't know why. So we need to learn and progress. And um, Craig, on that note, I think, uh, thank you for this wonderful little chat. I, you know, I hope we can continue with the other topics. I think the next one um, is healing. Yes. And, and the third one in our series is meditation. So I look forward to it. Thank you. Thank you very much, Greg. Thank you. Thank you, Take Chris. Care. Take care. Bye-bye.